It's that time again. This is Katni with your weekly Python on Hardware News. Every week, we put together the Python for Microcontrollers newsletter. It is available through adafruitdaily.com. Head over to sign up and see all of the past and current newsletters, or tune in each week to hear what's going on. Adafruit is working with the team to open safely as we continue to navigate COVID-19. We are following the same safety protocols we have since the beginning and will continue to do so. At this time, regular non-COVID-related orders are shipping, but expect delays as we ramp up. We are working hard to get more items in stock, so if there is an out-of-stock item you're looking to purchase, sign up to be notified when it's back in stock. For more information, visit adafruit.com slash opensafely. EuroPython 2020 this year will be an online conference this week from July 23rd to 26th. There will be two conference days which require a ticket, and two sprint days which will be free to attend. The schedule is now available online at ep2020.europython.eu schedule. The 13th annual Pi Ohio will be held July 25th and 26th. This online event will consist of five and 10 minute talks, sprints, and discussions. As always, the conference is free to attend. The events overview and registration are available online at piohio.org. PyOhio typically uses its t-shirt sales as their primary fundraiser. Because the costs of running the virtual event this year are low, and because they aren't able to host their young coders class, the team decided to use their fundraiser to support an organization that aligns with their mission, Black Girls Code. Check out the registration page for a link to order your PyOhio 2020 t-shirt. Build an electronic security lock for package delivery, securing physical documents, or granting access to a secret lab. This project uses AWS Serverless to create a touchscreen keypad lock that uses SMS to alert a recipient with a custom message and unlock code. CircuitPython runs on an Adafruit Pi Portal open source IoT touch display. A relay wired to the Pi Portal acts as an electronic switch to bridge power to an electronic solenoid lock. Details available on idk.dev. With Adafruit's Clue, CircuitPython, and eRadionica's Wi Fi bit, it's simple to fetch data from the internet and show it on screen. Details and a link to the code available at plusplusint on Twitter. In this week's CircuitPython deep dive livestream, Scott streamed his work on allocation optimization. The plan is to recap the ESP32 SPI memory optimizations, discuss the new memory monitor module, and polish everything up. Check out the latest video and past videos at adafru.it slash deepdive. Jeff Epler has done a deep dive into using the PCF8523 and DS3231 real-time clock circuits, which Adafruit sells in Feather form factor boards. Sample code is provided to detect which of these two boards may be connected to a CircuitPython host, as they both use the same I2C address, but different register layouts. In a companion post, Jeff discusses calibrating the DS3231 and PCF8523 RTCs against a known frequency source. Check out both of these posts on emergent.unpythonic.net. Melissa demonstrates part two of her Python-powered custom animated LED sign series, covering the software setup of the sign, including how to get your Python script running upon starting the sign. Subscribe to Maker Melissa's lab on YouTube to see this and more great video content from Melissa. The Microsoft Developer Division is looking for a senior program manager to help make Azure the best cloud for Python developers. Check it out at careers.microsoft.com. And for more jobs in the maker and tech industries, visit the Adafruit Jobs Board. It's free for you and companies to use. Visit jobs.adafruit.com. EMWX posts to Twitter a device to measure the rotation speed of a fan. Made with CircuitPython and the Adafruit Circuit Playground Express. Code available at EMWDX on GitHub. Code and Solder posts to Twitter a 3D printed light up owl using an Adafruit Gemma M0 microcontroller, NeoPixels, and capacitive touch to change the colors with CircuitPython. 
Check out this Hello World in CircuitPython using NeoPixels and an ADXL335 accelerometer to change the pixel direction according to the accelerometer inclination running on the MakerFab's Maduino board. Posted to Medium, how I sent my first LoRaWAN message to the Things network using a TTGO ESP32 and MicroPython. This project utilizes the MicroLoRa library, a port of the Adafruit CircuitPython TinyLoRa and LoRaWAN driver to MicroPython. This allows IoT Things to transmit light payloads to the Things network. Code available on GitHub. In this week's episode of Microcontrollers with Kinger North, learn about stepper motors with CircuitPython and Arduino, available on YouTube. Learn about connecting a TCS34725 color sensor to an Adafruit Feather M0 running CircuitPython in this tutorial on learnmicropython.com. Caitlin's dad posts to Twitter a Citizen Science MuX sensor. Check out this MicroPython text-to-speech weather broadcast project on Electromaker. Learn about interfacing a 0.96-inch OLED display with ESP32 in this MicroPython tutorial on makerfabs.cc. This Google Summer of Code project involves writing an Arduino to MicroPython transpiler. The main target is the Arduino Portenta H7 board. Proposal available on GitHub. This tutorial, written in Czech, covers making a smart fridge with MicroPython. Details on ubk.cz. Bear9973 posted to Twitter a program that displays the measured values of the optical sensor on a microbit main unit via an I2C connected LCD with MicroPython. Make a gradebook with Python and Pandas in this tutorial on realpython.com. Check out this introduction to Python for data science on linuxlinks.com. Python Weekly posted to Twitter GUIETA, a tool for making simple Python GUIs. SciPython3 posts to Twitter, the Maxwell-Boltzmann distribution in two dimensions, relaxation towards equilibrium, animated with Python and Madplotlib. Details available at scipython.com, video available on YouTube. Morgan posts playing around with the GoDaddy API in Python on morganlinton.com. Python Generators 101 is a video course on Python generators and the Python yield statement, available on realpython.com. CircuitPython Day is September 9, 2020. Adafruit has chosen 9-9-2020 as the snakiest day of this year. We'll keep you posted on what's involved as the date gets closer. In general, events and happenings will include a CircuitPython team livestream, collaboration with hardware and software folks, and highlighting all things Python and Python on hardware. More information will be forthcoming. Do you have ideas or suggestions for CircuitPython Day? Are you planning your own CircuitPython Day event? Let us know via email at circuitpythonday at adafruit.com. The number of CircuitPython-supported microcontroller and single-board computers continues to grow. There were no new boards added this week, but some are in development. Are you interested in adding a new board to CircuitPython? Check out the Adafruit Learn system for a series of guides about getting your board added to CircuitPython and CircuitPython.org. There are five new Python on hardware-related guides in the Adafruit Learn system this week, including Send wireless MIDI continuous controller CC messages over the air to your favorite BLE synthesizer or synth app on iOS or macOS. This project uses the Clues built-in accelerometer and proximity sensor to send three different CC signals as you tilt and roll your hand. In this guide, from John Park. Build Pixel Hoops, an LED scoreboard with mini IR sensing hoop using an RGB matrix and circuit Python. This indoor game lets you shoot hoops and display your score on a 64 by 32 LED matrix, in this guide from Noah and Pedro. The current number of CircuitPython libraries is 263. This includes both the Adafruit CircuitPython libraries and the CircuitPython community libraries. There is one new library this week, Adafruit CircuitPython AS7314, as well as a number of updated libraries. As always, visit circuitpython.org libraries to download the latest Adafruit CircuitPython bundle. Included in this week's updates from the CircuitPython team, 
Continuing the story from last week, the AS7341 saw a good amount of time on Brian's bench over the past week. After spending some time getting close with the sensor and what little example code he was able to find, he found that there are in fact 23 individual sensors that can be connected to any one of the six ADC channels. This by itself gives the sensor a large amount of flexibility. You can choose which color bands you wish to measure at any given time and even potentially change the configuration based on the data coming in. Keeping in mind all of the possible combinations from being able to select the sensor connected to each ADC, you can imagine his surprise when he found out that you can attach more than one sensor to an ADC channel at a time. This means you can effectively adjust the sensitivity of the sensor without adjusting gain or integration time by selecting if you are measuring from one or two sensors for the given channel. The possibility that intrigues him is that of connecting multiple sensors from different wavelength bands to the same ADC. This documentation was a bit sparse and doesn't explicitly state if this is possible or not, so we'll have to see how it works. Dan's continuing work on the HCI implementation of underscore BLEIO is progressing. He's gotten advertising to work and will next work on connecting as a peripheral. Unfortunately, the ESP32 hardware doesn't support extended advertising, but that's not a serious limitation for most BLE applications. Lucian set up the tool chains and control test setup for his ESP32-S2 and read up on the timer docs for when he starts working on Pulse.io. He also worked on some changes to the Protomatter RGB matrix library so that it cooperates properly with his new timer allocation system and investigated an issue with Pulse-in that's related to IRQ management. He's also been chatting with some international folks about a possible implementation of the F1 family for STM32, which has some very cheap boards, especially when purchased directly from China. The F1 is on the low performance side for CircuitPython, but the upper end of the family is comparable to the SAMD21 and 51 chips, and the prices are rock bottom for many packages. It'll be interesting to see how the project develops. Melissa finished up two guides around using an e-ink display to display some useful information. The first one she did was a weather station, which is based on the weather station available for Pi Portal, but with some changes so that it works nicely on e-ink displays such as less frequent updates. The second guide she wrote is an event calendar that was inspired by a project called Up Next, except this one is written in Python. This project goes out, connects with Google Calendar, and retrieves the events from all of your calendars so that you can see what events are coming up soon. Both guides are available on the Adafruit Learning System. PyCon AU is holding PyConLine AU September 4th through 6th, 2020. Check out 2020.pycon.org.au for more information. PyGotham is a New York City-based eclectic Py-centric conference covering many topics. PyGotham TV is taking place October 2nd and 3rd, 2020 with a single track of talks presented online. The call for proposals is now open at cfp.pygotham.tv. Visit 2020.pygotham.tv for more information. PyCon India 2020 will be held online from October 3rd through 5th, 2020. A call for proposals is now open through the 14th of August. Visit in.pycon.org 2020 for more details regarding the CFP and the conference. Translating CircuitPython is now easier than ever. Translations make the project accessible to a broader range of folks. Adding or improving translations is a great way to get started contributing to the project. With the help of fellow open source project Weblate, we're making it even easier. You can create a new account just for Weblate or sign in using other sites like GitHub or Google. If you write another language, visit adafru.it slash translatecp, sign in, and start translating. Looking for more Python on hardware all week? Join the Adafruit community on Discord and check out the help with CircuitPython and CircuitPython channels. We're over 21,000 strong and continuing to grow. You'll find a supportive, positive community filled with like-minded folks. Join at adafru.it discord. And that is your Python on Hardware news for this week. 
Visit adafruitdaily.com to subscribe to the newsletter or tune in again next week.